All right, everyone, the long-awaited return of the bandwagon is back. Uh, funny story, we just recorded this, and I did not download it, so we're kind of just going to go extra fast. So literal, literal tears right now. Yeah. What's going on, guys? So buckle your damn seatbelts. We're going, we're going hard. So we're going to go right into the damn recap. Um, <laughs> uh, the Egg Bowl, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, all-time head coach matchup, Lane Kiffin, uh, whatever they, Mike Leach. Just Too great game. Too much drip by Erg, I'm a pirate. I yeah. mean, Let's it just, doesn't get better. Great game. Uh, up next, we got Texas finally getting a win in like 18,000 games. Uh, and other news, I have dropped Texas out of my fandom. I will be replacing them with Michigan because I like Michigan's helmets, no other reason. The good thing about the bandwagon is you drop them for the present, but they never leave. They, yeah. they always have the ability to come back. Always. Uh, Georgia skunks can Georgia Tech. Georgia, you know, they've already solidified themselves with the best team, just keeps proving it. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State, yeah, fucking upset. Big game. What an upset. Snow on the ground. All-time Big tw- Big Ten game. Field storming, it was just a perfect, perfect dream. C.J. Stroud lit it up. Uh, Auburn, Bama. Auburn, you guys are losers for choking that game and letting Bama stay in playoff contention. Four OTs, uh, mini chum bucket. Hate the fucking new OT rules. Yeah. Two point conversion after three OTs. It sucks. The, all these low scoring, long OT games. I hate seeing it. Yeah. Oklahoma State OU, uh, close game. Good win for Oklahoma State. They have a high chance of getting into the playoff now. Shootout in Bedlam. OU's in shambles. We'll talk about that in a bit. But Oklahoma State looking like they're going to lock in a playoff spot here. Um, nighttime. Our, our fuck you, our fuck you game of the week. UTSA losing finally. Yes. Not undefeated anymore. Uh, cats by ninety. Basically, Texas State just beat UTSA. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, because Texas State won, and UTSA lost. So if you were to like move it, then like Texas State won. It it all evens out. Yeah. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. Um, nighttime in Death Valley, my, uh, Tigers beat the A&M kids that told me it was a bad day to be a Tiger, so it's pretty embarrassing. Jimbo Fisher getting so much love, finds a way to shit away a game and give it to LSU. LSU eligible for a bowl now, and m probably not in the near six bowl anymore. Tough day to be an Aggie. Yeah. Uh, mini chum bucket, Clemson, South Carolina. Top passing yards is 99 by DJU. Both of you suck. Can't even hit triple digits. That's just fucking embarrassing. It's college football. It's not even defense on the field. Yeah. So I think that's about it for the recap, I'm pretty sure. Notre Dame rolls. Oh, yes. They have a chance to secure a spot in the play- A legitimate chance to secure a spot in the playoff. All yeah. the haters out there, you know, eat your own tears. <laughs> We're going to roll right into the chum bucket. My chum bucket is going to be Texas A&M because this is a chum bucket for the last three weeks. Probably wouldn't have chum bucketed them just for losing to LSU. But I'm going to chum bucket them because of what one of our previous guests said on the pod that Ole Miss's dream season was over. And then the week after he says that, 
or maybe like three days after he says that, A&M goes into Oxford and loses. And then they come out and lose to LSU. Congratulations on not playing a, an away game for nine weeks and winning all of your home games. It's really, really good for you. You lose two away games. Congratulations. And like I said in our first take, A&M just, I don't know how, why they do it to themselves or if they just pulled they just pulled the short straw, but they're always backloaded with these. All the real games are the last four games of the season, especially like every other year. It's all away games like this. They just they just turn into shambles. They go they'll go eight zero or nine one or whatever, and then they play real teams and they just kind of fade away into the top twenty. And it's just every year consistency. Yep, like I've said before, the college football is world's biggest pretender. Um. God, it's just so hard. It's so hard to watch. It is literally the same thing every year. <laughs> High hopes the first nine weeks, and they just shoot the way. Yeah. So who do you got? My chum bucket this week is OU. Woof. OU managed to their, collapse their entire program in what seemed to be 12 hours. Lane Kiffin leaves. Uh, they lose the their top five recruits. Not only theirs, but the nation's top five recruits, it felt like. They lost the number one quarterback in the nation, number one running back, wide receiver. Uh I think some defensive player, and then they managed to lose uh, their two quarterbacks to the transfer portal. Caleb Williams, the real quarterback, and then an excuse for a quarterback, Spencer Rattler, are both leaving. So um, who knows what to make of OU. It looks like they're going to be in for a, a long stretch here uh, trying to rebuild from this, but you never know. It's OU. they got a big name. So. Yeah. I think they'll probably be fine, but it is tough for them. Um, let's, uh, since we talked about Lincoln Riley... Let's talk about the coach carousel really quickly. Um, cringe move by Lincoln Riley. I mean, I guess it's a big school. Like, it's one of the top jobs in college football. But, like, you're just going to be stomping the Pac-12. I guess he would have been stomping the big... Actually, I don't know why he left. He should have just stuck around with the SEC. Maybe he's just not confident in his ability because I don't think he's that great of a coach. Gifted two Heismans. Um, yeah, like I said, USC, I mean... Well, you had mentioned earlier, you got to take a stab at like a big name coach like that. You're gonna have to shove money, yeah. hundred and ten million dollars, and the perks that they added on top, buying his house and buying his two houses for him in California. It's just ridiculous. Is he good enough for that? I don't think so. No. But who knows? I think um, OU. I think OU will recover. Who knows what USC will do? Yeah, it's just gonna they be interesting. The they got the they got the big name and they yeah. have their recruits. They'll probably dominate. Yeah, it'll just be interesting to see uh, who OU gets for the next head coach. Uh, seems they're rumored some corn balls, but um, uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, Brian Kelly gone, LSU inbound. As your bandwagon, I, I need a little take on that. Um, he's not my preferred choice, but he was <coughs> he's good enough. Um, I don't like him that much. He. The only issue I have with it is he doesn't feel like an LSU head coach. Uh, the other people they were rumored were was Urban Meyer, uh, Joe Brady, who was their offensive coordinator when they won the championship in 2019, and Lane Kiffin. Uh, LSU would be the only school that I would accept Lane Kiffin leaving Ole Miss for. Um, Urban Meyer is just like, he just seems like an LSU head coach, and he's just bona fide great in college football he might not be the best nfl coach but that doesn't really matter 
because you're going to coach college football if you're the LSU head coach. And then the other one, no, I talked about all of them. So Brian Kelly is just like, yeah, I don't think Lane Kiffin was going to leave or might have probably wouldn't have left. And Joe Brady is like 32, so I don't know if he's old enough, even though there's not really a limit on that. Yeah. In Notre Dame, they named a head coach. I believe it might be interim. I don't know if it's official. Um, I would love to get some new blood in there, you know, something young, fresh. That's anything but Brian Kelly I would appreciate. Um, so we'll see what they do. I would love either the Michigan or the Minnesota or the Cincinnati head coach uh, from from my point of view. Yeah. So more for the job. Um, a, a coach that I see might be – I don't know why more teams aren't talking about him is Kendall Bryles, the offensive coordinator for Arkansas. I mean, he was the offensive coordinator for Baylor. He was – when they had RG3 and all that other stuff. So, I mean, and Arkansas's offense is pretty good. I'm surprised he's not rumored to go somewhere. Yeah, I mean, they had a great year this year. And I'm and I'm pretty sure he did it single-handedly. I, I know they got a, some fat-ass of a coach at Arkansas. I, don't, I can't remember his name, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know what his name their is. Their offense looked, was, was very efficient this year. I mean, yeah. Um, let's talk about this coming weekend and the and the playoff implications. Um, the first two games tomorrow don't have playoff implications. Uh, big one though. Western Kentucky better beat UTSA so Texas State can be the uh, Conference USA champion. Yeah, by default. Yeah, just because they beat them by ninety. Um, if the thing is, if your team theoretically beats another team by 90 you are just the champion of that conference so that's just how it goes no that all all that math checks out yeah um the other friday night game oregon still without a running back and last time this matchup happened and oregon didn't have running back utah won by like 30 i don't see that changing yeah utah wins yeah i the exact same take um unfortunate for my ducks but you know, we'll bounce back. Um, up next on Saturday, big noon, we got Baylor, Oklahoma State. Uh, very interesting playoff implications depending on which way this goes. If Oklahoma State wins, they have a high chance of getting in, just deciding, just depending on if uh, the committee wants to put a two-loss Bama in. Um, that's if Georgia beats Bama. It's a lot of implications with very realistic like chances of them happening uh, this week. This this one is the biggest one in my opinion. Uh, Oklahoma State wins there in Baylor wins and they need a little help I feel like, but it's, but both you know are are gonna be showing up for this game because both have their you know playoff lives on the line here. Yeah, and then you have like the MAC and the Mountain West and the American Conference that nobody cares about. Um, Georgia Bama I'm just going to be so incredibly eating my own words if Georgia doesn't just stomp them um, but like I just have a bad feeling that Bama is just going to be like cringe and win the game somehow what you had said was perfect it was just please don't fool me Georgia yeah like I mean, you go and you just pure domination all season and then when it matters most and you play Bama 
you have a chance to knock him out and you just don't show up. I would cry if that happened. Yeah, I would just really hope that doesn't happen. But, I mean, that's just the the uh, pessimistic man sitting in the back of my head. I yeah. think Georgia still rolls. Um, you know, they have all the pieces. Bama is obviously vulnerable this year. They've shown it a few yeah, times I'm, this season. I'm pretty sure it's their secondary is the biggest issue. But <clears throat> up next we got Houston, Cincy. I'm really, like, pretty confident in the Houston upset. Houston, they're ranked 21, but they're 11-1 and in the – the only game they lost was their first game. Yeah, first the one loss this year was in the first game of the season on an eleven game win streak. Uh, you know, they're hot. Cincinnati is just running out. Their tank is running low. They're on E. Uh, they're they're you know sneaking through these games against completely subpar teams these last few weeks. Um, this game is going to be a lot closer than you think, in my opinion. Um, maybe even the upset. Yeah. I just don't – this 10.5 points this night is given. I just don't see them winning by 10.5. I don't see that at all. I mean, I just see Houston winning. Um, Michigan, Iowa, I don't see a – I really – it's tough for me to see a world in which Iowa wins this game. But I guess it's always possible. Um, Michigan's, like, almost guaranteed to be in the playoff. Let's go. My new team going to be in the playoff first year. It's pretty insane. Oh, congratulations on the new team. Yeah, yeah, the, you're welcome. Yeah. Team. Thank you, man. Thank you. You going to give the reason? I just like their helmets. <laughs> yeah, I try and paint the Iowa winning picture in my head, and I and it's like a little glimmer in the back of my head, but at the same time, I mean, it just gets put under the keel of Michigan. Is that much better than that? I just think it, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um... The ACC one is Pittsburgh Wake Forest. I think we said this is just like a battle for a New Year's Six Bowl. It doesn't really matter other than that. Yeah. Winner winner plays on New Year's. Uh, loser plays in the Cheez-It Bowl. And then you, uh, then you randomly have Cal and USC playing because their game got postponed at 10. I think we should all boycott that game and just not have anyone watch it. So somehow the Pac-12 just like implodes. Dude. No chance you get that. The degenerates need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we can talk more about the playoffs. So, the way I see it shaking down, Oklahoma State wins, Georgia wins, Michigan wins, Cincy loses. So, that would leave us with, theoretically, Georgia number one, Michigan number two, Oklahoma State number three and Notre Dame number four. Hopefully, that's what I'm predicting. I hope that's what happens. Yep, and I I can that is a very realistic scenario. Um. One the one that I see most likely is the same thing. Um. If not, it's just gonna be. I think Bama gets kicked. And I think Oklahoma State Baylor is is a is a coin flip. Um, I could see Cincinnati winning, but not not putting them out like these other teams are. And I don't know, just the way they've been playing and, and not being able to you know put these teams away. Does the committee give them credit for a twelve win season? You know, beating teams like Navy by what five points or something ridiculous. Yeah. So. 
I don't know. I see Georgia, Michigan. Um, I, I see the same thing you see. If Cincinnati wins, I think it's it all depends on – if Oklahoma State wins, they go. If they lose, Notre Dame goes. Yeah. So the, the, the worst possible scenario is Bama wins. That's the worst possible scenario. Uh, that's not even that bad. Like, Bama's just going to stay in if they win. But there's also a way that if Baylor wins and Cincinnati loses, there's a very high chance the committee keeps Bama in over Baylor in, no, and I, Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, if Bama wins, I think they move Georgia to... Two. They move Georgia to two, I think. Because you, know, you gotta move, but you gotta move Bama up for wins. So Michigan number one, Bama two, Georgia three. No, they wouldn't have a rematch. Huh. Either Bama jumps, either they they. Georgia goes to two, and Bama goes, or Georgia goes to three, Bama goes to one, and then Michigan and Cincy are two and four. Huh. I don't know. It's just it. I, we just shit. Bama can't win is the only thing here. I think we're getting in our own heads. I think Georgia takes care of business. <laughs> yeah. Um, so also, we brushed up on. Let me just brush up on it real quick. Yeah. Uh, this is the year. This is the perfect year. Oh yeah. For the committee to to realize the mis- the largest mistake that they haven't made yet. Uh, you need to open this up to six teams. Know that you have very credible teams that deserve a spot, and it's just more good quality, you know, implication games. Yeah. If you have six teams fighting for this, you have nine legitimate teams that should be fighting for a spot, one through nine. Um. And there's, it's not like everyone's gonna get in. This isn't gonna be like everyone wins. Um, you're still gonna have three or four teams that are gonna get pumped out that might be deserving of a of a shot. Yeah, eight's too much because then you'll have teams like like Iowa it could yeah. have a chance of getting in. Like, Because think about it. If you have six teams, or, or right now you have Bama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, I'd even throw Ole Miss in there. Three of those teams are probably not going to be in this. And I think all three are deserving of a shot. You have six. I think you sneak at least two of them in there. If not all three, yeah, so I don't know. I just think six is the perfect number. You give the first two teams, which are the most deserving, the buy, and then the other team tack it out early on. It's yeah. just more good games, in my opinion. Why not? I've actually just received word from my dad. He's going to try to attend the Big Twelve Championship. Oh. So that should be fun for him. They play that in Jerry World, right? Yes. So, hopefully, yeah, he decides to go. Ticket. Yeah. Uh, I have plans later that day, so I'm not really gonna. If it was a team I liked more than Oklahoma State, I would go. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that uh, we'll talk about the future of the pod right quick. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me. Throw oh a yeah, parlay yeah. The parlay. Um, my over. It's tough to pick an over. I'm just going to pick Baylor Oklahoma State because it's low and it might hit, but like Oklahoma State's defense is like the reason they're good, so I don't really like it anyway, so I wouldn't even probably bet on it. All right, parlay, four teams. I'm going to do repeat of like four weeks ago. I think Utah smashes Oregon. It's tough to play a game without a running back. Yep. 
I'm going to go San Diego State in the sleeper game. Uh, San Diego State wins by six. ULL covers the three, gets three points against App State. I think they win that. And then Houston getting ten and a half is way too many. Uh, if I think it's close, if not an upset. So give me Houston, Lafayette, San Diego State. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, so for the future of the pod, we're planning on doing a playoff NFL playoff preview with our boy C Finn, aka Chandler Finnegan. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of him, but. That should probably be fun. <laughs> yeah, they probably have. Maybe. He's kind of a big deal. Um, this should be fun. The only issue I'm having is uh, watching NFL games because I don't have a cable box, so I have to watch on the smart TV, and you only get one game on either apps because there's only two TV channels that play NFL games, unless it's the night game or Monday Night Football. Um so I can't really watch the good games. So I'll try to figure that out so we can get this NFL playoff preview rolling. Um, it's a total money grab. I mean, they put yeah. one game on CBS, and we can't, you can't watch anything else. They, make, they force you to buy Red Zone if you want to watch everything. Yeah. I mean, I could watch 75 college football games at one time if I had, like, nine TVs, but not the NFL. Um, petition for a uh, college red zone, please. No, because I don't have to pay for it. Uh, no, you stream it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, other than that, we'll probably. And will what I'm thinking? Yeah, I think we do. Uh, we do one podcast next week for the, and we preview the entire bowl game schedule. Yeah, and then we do the playoffs because playoffs and the. Playoff games are going to be right around the same time, so I think we can we can parlay the uh, playoff um, preview and the for for both NFL and college together, like in January. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. So be looking out for that. Probably like a that would be like a two week break in between episodes, but like this was like a two week break between episodes anyway. So yeah, sorry about that. You know, we love our list. We love you, listeners. Yeah, we and- give you as much content as we can give you. And even when, like, we'll do a Super Bowl one for sure with somebody at least, maybe a couple people. Um, And then maybe some, like, off-season stuff, maybe some other sports, like March Madness, something like that. And, uh... Some recruiting stuff, who knows? Yeah, we'll keep it, we'll keep the feed popping. But it'll slow down a bit for sure after the college football season's over. Yeah, but still, we want to sprinkle in some love every now and again, you know, in the offseason. We don't want to keep you, you know, hung out and dried like that. Yeah. Um, It's been a good run. I'm excited for this weekend. There's some good games on. Yeah, me too. I think we're about to head out of here. Uh, Thanks Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate everyone that uh, has tuned in and listened. That's, you know, stay committed to us. We really appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Love you guys. Bye. See you next week. Bye.